0: Good evening, and welcome to our podcast, 89, written March 20, 2022. The title of our podcast today is The Fruits and Works of Evil Spirits. We often call them works of the flesh, taken from Scripture And in reality, they are the works of evil spirits in our mortal bodies. God designed man a free moral agent to choose as he will. Now, by man being made from the source of light, he was not inclined to choose these dark attributes. Nevertheless, when sin came into our world via Adam, that gave these evil spirits direct access to us, and they were armed with these evil attributes. Our Bible tells us in Galatians now the works of the flesh are manifest. Which are these? Adultery, fornication, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, and reveling, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5:19 through21. In the beginning, God did not mean for the flesh to war against the Spirit. But because of sin, these evil attributes are a part of us and now call the works of the flesh. That's why we have this constant battle between flesh and spirit. One key thing I'd like to bring to your attention is when Jesus cast out an unclean spirit and or demon and or devil he would call them by their attributed name and i think there's a reason for that because he wanted to target that spirit if he had said evil spirits come out every person walking there who was possessed would have probably screamed out and there wouldn't have been chaos in the community. What are you saying Gene, are we all walking around with evil spirits in us? No, but you have the seed of evil which is sin that leaves the door wide open that make us susceptible to an evil spirit coming in. You've heard hop on hop off subways. Well sin makes our bodies similar, available as such. When the demon wants to make us fall, he jumps on for a short time. And when we fall, he jumps off. Not possessed. Okay? Every. Ever been angry with a spouse? A child? A parent? A sibling? But somehow the evil will stop that you didn't go all the way to the point of harming them. God's spirit he constrains us you said wait, wait a minute I can get angry and still not sin true but the demon takes you to the point of no return that's the difference case in point Cain killing Abel Point of no return. Moses striking the rock twice. Point of no return. David killing Uriah. Point of no return. Peter telling Jesus not to go to the cross. Ah, that's different. They all were tempted, but Peter's situation was different and that Christ rebuked Satan on the spot. But Cain and Abel, can't killed Abel because the, the spirit of jealousy, anger, and murder pushed him over the edge. Moses struck the rock twice because the spirit of anger pushed him over the edge. David killing Uriah because the spirits of lust, covetousness, and murder pushed him over the edge. The same happened with us today, the George Floyd murder. The spirits of hatred and murder pushed the officer over the edge. Let's see how Jesus dealt with evil spirits scripture. And he was casting out a devil and it was dumb. And it came to pass when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake. And the people wondered. Luke 11, 14. Notice Jesus cast out the spirit by the spirit's attribute. He didn't call the spirit by the name that he was given in heaven before they fell i believe they lost that name that the the book of jude seemed to bring that make it a little clearer he says whereas these angels have lost their first estate their position of authority but now reserved in everlasting chains for judgment day Jude 6 paraphrase read it but down here these evil spirits take on their names by their fruit and our works and our attributes and the functions they perform and that's how Jesus identified them as well. This particular spirit was dumb. As he caused the man that he possessed to be mute, the man couldn't speak. In other place, Jesus cast out an unclean spirit. It reads, For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Mark chapter 5 verse 8. In other place Jesus cast out the demon when Jesus saw that the people came running together he rebuked the foul spirit saying unto him thou dumb and deaf spirit I charge thee come out of him and enter no more into him. I noticed this was a deaf and dumb spirit this He he done in the many cases, he have done this in many cases where he called the spirit by his attribute. That was his name. Now, there was this instance where Jesus had mass exorcisms as he cast out many devils at one time. Let's read it. When the evening was come they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick Matthew 8:16 Now remember another time when they when he cast out the spirits they went into the swine that's another instance Now notice This time he didn't name the demons by attributes that he was casting out because there were many, but rather he used a special word and cast them all out at the same time. Jesus speaks of how your body can be the home of an unclean spirit, which means That if you don't fill your body with the Holy Spirit, those evil spirits will multiply and regroup in your body, making you their dwelling place. So don't go around looking for evil spirits out in the fields, trees, mountains, caves, and or other places of that sort but the place to find evil spirits is in evil men. Listen, they got to have somewhere to dwell, and according to Jesus, that's where they dwell. Listen to this text. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walk through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. Then he say, I will return into my house from whence I came out. Notice the spirit calls the man's body his house. Let's continue. And when he is come, he find it empty and swept and garnished. Then goes he and taketh with himself seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. And they entered in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also... I'm slowing down because I want you to hear this. Upon this wicked generation. Okay? Matthew 12, and 45. Paraphrase. Just for clarity's sake... Let's say this man who was possessed went and got an exorcism at the local church. People of God prayed over him, laid hands on him. They cast out this demon. But after the exorcist of casting out the demon, instead of this man remaining with the church, feeding himself on the word of God, instead he continued to live same lifestyle that he was living before. Now, when the demon came back to this man's body, his house is called in scripture, he finds that the house is in order. The body is clean, but empty by not putting on the good things in his spirit from the holy Bible nor has he invited the Holy Spirit into his life. Therefore, that unclean spirit says, let me go and get some of my buddies, some of my other demon friends stronger than I. So the next time around, it won't be easy to cast us out because there'll be a lot of us So this is what happens to a man who gets spiritually cleaned up and want to live without God and don't follow through with his promise to God to do right things and serve the Lord. He gets repossessed. And the last state of that man is worse than the first, Jesus says. That scripture also states that is the way this last generation is going to be it's going to be a lot of wicked men walking around on earth possessed by evil spirits and you wonder why this current evil keeps getting worse and being magnified with heartless men pursuing evil (laughs) remember The Bible used that phrase, continuously evil, before. In essence, they will pursue evil all the time. They'll do worse, heinous crimes today, and the state of man will be worse than ever before. That's because this ungodly generation is going to be totally obsessed with evil and possessed with demons. So don't be surprised of the things you see happening on earth in these last days. Our streets fill with wicked deeds because this generation have forsaken the Lord, our God, just as it was in the days of Noah, Jesus said. Let me read. And God saw that the wicked of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. There it is. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man and beast and the creeping things and the fowls of the air, and it repented me that I have made them. Genesis six five through seven. Also Matthew twenty four thirty seven. Read it. So as we visit the deeds and our fruit and our works. Of the rebels, that idol worship family, the unclean spirit family, the mean spirited family, and the intoxicated spirits family, of evil spirits, do not be surprised of what you may hear. Let's continue. The unclean spirit family which is the one we're talking about now, which are adultery, fornication, and lasciviousness. The, adult, the adultery spirit that enter into a man or woman and cause them to be unfaithful to their spouse. Now, we wonder why we get the urge to cheat on our spouse. Well, here's your answer. You're not alone. You had help. To put it plain and simple, you had help. And the fornicating spirit, they have this tendency to want to go after every man, woman, and child. They especially like to hang out with our youth and cause them to have sex outside of wedlock. They don't seem to respect anyone. And what I mean by that is they even go after men and women of the clergy. I spoke on pornography in my podcast on what did God make? I happen to include this particular spirit because it's very prevalent in pornography, homosexuality. And Jesus said to look after a woman and lust after her. You already committed adultery with her. Matthew 5:28. read it. And finally, lasciviousness. <laughs> it's the spirit that's lewd, crude, and offensive, the filthy and dirty spirit. He's contrary to the norm, the morals that are taught in the Word of God. Bestiality would fall under this particular spirit. Indecent exposure, prostitution, lustful alternative lifestyles, they like to call it. This Group being in the family of uncleanness just happened to be the most prevalent in society today because they rule the media. Have you heard the term sex sales? Hmm. This concludes our podcast. Let's pray. Lord God, as we come before you in prayer, we pray that people in these last days will repent and find forgiveness in Jesus Christ, your Son. God, bless them to read your word for themselves and help them understand your truths. And I pray that all who hear these podcasts will be touched and blessed to pursue you, our loving Father God. Thank you for hearing our prayers and save all who truly repent and come to you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you or someone you know have need of prayer, contact us at heavensprayerlink.com. We'd love to pray with you. God bless you.